you are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring to you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Our children, our schools, probably our teachers too, are in trouble. The system isn't working very well. Uh, Parents have lost their understanding of how to set boundaries. Uh, Teachers are overwhelmed with what's going on because the children do not have boundaries. They don't have very good formulas for the most part on how to solve the problem. And then enter Ron Clark. uh, There's a movie made about uh, his process. And, um, you know, one day he just finally something welled up inside of him and he knew that he could no longer deny this bubbling up to go into new territory. So against his parents' better suggestions, he got in his car, he went to New York, beat the pavement looking for a job, had very unusual circumstances where he finally landed a job, and what did he do? He proved himself to be the valuable solution to many of today's teaching problems. And then he wrote the book, The Essential 55, which is an award-winning educator's rules for discovering the successful student in every child. Can't hardly beat that, can you? Boy, a little magic there. I'll tell you. Would you welcome to the show, it's our privilege to have today, Ron Clark, to find out more about how he landed on his path and how it's going forward. How you doing, Ron? I'm doing great, thank you. Thanks for being here. Thank you very much for having me. You know, we're wondering, you know, there's so many teachers that I'm sure have been struggling to figure out a lot of what you've figured out. How is it that you were able to turn this around with those students when so many others weren't? Um, well, I think a lot of people, a lot of great teachers out there are doing the same things that I'm doing. It's just, it was just kind of common sense. When I jumped into the classroom, I saw that a lot of the methods that others were using weren't working. And a lot of people tried to put me in a box, and they said, teach this way, this is the way to do it. And I said, well, that doesn't make much sense. Why don't we do it this way, or why don't we change this? And I wasn't afraid to step out there and do things a little bit differently, and I started getting a lot of attention um, because of the different methods I was using. And it's really simple. The way I teach, on one hand, it's all innovation, it's all creativity, it's very out-of-the-box, it's hands-on, it's getting kids engaged. I mean, I love to teach. When I go in that classroom, I'm like a fireball. I'm just on lightning and just flying through it. I get these kids excited because as teachers, we set the tone. And when you have that <clears throat> that energy in that classroom, those kids are going to want to be there. So on one hand, I'm all about just innovation and creativity and excitement. But on the other hand, it's all traditional values. It's everything I teach these kids is about manners, respect, discipline. I had a true Southern upbringing. And my grandmama had a lot of rules for me about how to treat people, how to live your life in a decent way. And so I have 55 rules for my students, and that's what I wrote the book about, The Essential 55. And these are just 55 things that my grandmama taught me that I thought that kids needed to know in order to be successful, to be organized, to be able to take notes, to be able to you know, live a life in a way that would help other people and be a service to the society. Yeah, marvelous. 
On one half, it's fun, it's innovation, it's creativity. On the other half, it's a lot of structure, and it's a simple concept, but it really works. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber on CRN, your spiritual lifestyle experts. If you'd like to chime in and ask a question of Ron Clark, you may do so at 1-800-336-2225, 1-800-336-2225. We have today as our guest Ron Clark. He has written a book, a New York Times bestseller, The Essential 55, and it is an award-winning educator's rules for discovering the successful student in every child. We read the book, and, <clears throat> of course, we completely back your 55 rules. Right. Um, so what I gather is you have sort of a combination of unstoppable enthusiasm, creative solutions, and respect. You teach them about respect. Definitely. That so, sums it up. So that's a pretty good thing. Unstoppable enthusiasm where you you can get up against, you know, like nobody else has done this or it seems impossible and you find a way. Creative solutions uh, for also helping them uh, scholarly as well as just problems and troubles and then respect. Right. And, and also I think another key component is that I really believe that every child has potential. I believe all, all students can be successful I have a, st- a school here in Atlanta now called the Ron Clark Academy, and I mm-hmm. told our staff, I said, you know what? I realize that at our school we have some kids who have learning disabilities, some with behavior problems. We've got some gifted kids. We have all different types of kids at our school. Um, most of our kids come from low-wealth areas. But I said, I have a feeling in my heart that one of our kids one day is eventually going to become president of the United States of America. <laughs> wow. And everyone knows that I have a feeling in my heart that it normally comes true. And I said, I'm telling you, I feel it. And I said, I'm not sure which one of the students it's going to be. Yeah. So we best prepare all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good. Let's cover the bases, gang. Now, now, does this feeling come from someplace else, or do you conjure it? No, I just think it, I don't know. I, I don't know to answer that question. I don't think much into that. I just, I come up with these feelings, and I feel something, okay. and I know it, and yeah, I well, just go with it. Well, you got the magic, I must say. <laughs> so one of the keys to making things happen to making children go to a, a better place than where life was uh, heading for them is that you believe in them. Exactly. I mean, that's half the battle. I mean, if you believe in kids, if you see potential in them, they'll see potential in themselves. I mean, I teach a lot of kids who, where I taught in North Carolina and New York City, yep. who, kids who didn't have self-esteem or didn't have pride in themselves, and they didn't believe they could be successful in school. And Half the battle is just get, turning that around and getting kids to realize, you know, I can be successful. I can, you know, have a positive future. And then once kids believe that, that's half the battle. So how do you turn it around when they come in looking like a dud that won't happen? How do you happen to find a way to turn that around and believe in them? It's a ton of work and it's a nightmare. I mean, it is. <laughs> I, I mean, it is. I'm not, I'm, it might sound like this is all easy and well and good. You believe in kids or believe in themselves. Uh-uh. I mean, I'll, I've worked with kids, I mean, Imagine just the most challenging class you can imagine. And I mean, those are the kids I've worked with in the past. I'm talking 37 kids in a classroom at a time all day long, kids who don't want to be there, kids who have never been successful, kids who aren't on grade level, kids who have discipline problems, learning disabilities. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's who I've dealt with. And the way it works is it, it takes a lot. I visit every home of every family before the first day of school. Wow. So in Harlem, I went to all 37 homes. I go in these homes. I sit down with the parents. I talk to the parents. I talk to the kids. I set my ground rules. I share with them my 55 rules for success that I'll use in my classroom with my students. Then when I'm in the classroom, you know, I, I 
do whatever I can to build a relationship with these kids. Yeah. If they love rap music, I'm rapping my lessons. If they love chocolate milk, then I'm chuggling chocolate milk during my grammar lesson. Mm-hmm. Whatever they love, I'm doing it. I'm bringing the classroom to life, and it just takes a lot of work. I'm extremely, extremely strict. I mean, in my, if you walk in my classroom, you'd say, holy cow, mm-hmm. this man is not playing. I'm not playing. I'm strict. Yeah. I have firm discipline, and I tell the kids the reason I'm firm is because I need to be firm for them to get the best education possible. And so I'm firm on one hand, but yeah. on the other hand, the kids know I care about them because yeah. they see how hard I'm working. I visit their homes. I work with them after school. It, it's a lot of work. I'm not going to say it's easy. Teaching is the hardest job in the world, and all those great teachers out there, I mean, they're doing the same things I'm doing. It's just they're not getting as much attention, but there's a lot of wonderful and wonderful ones out there doing some amazing things. Yes. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. Our guest today is Ron Clark. He's written the book, The Essential 55. It's an award-winning educator's rule for discovering the successful student in every child. If you have a question for Ron, you can call us at 1-800-336-2225. So you develop a team with the parents and students and a rapport before and you set the stage before school even starts oh yeah i send them letters during the summer send them to be your teacher this year the things you're going to learn and boy those parents know something new is hit don't they (laughs) yeah they're usually kind of like well this is very different different. no one's ever done this before but um but they're very receptive you know and i've worked in areas where a lot of people may think oh the parents in those poor areas aren't aren't good parents but that's just crazy because yes. in these low wealth areas i found parents who were just so dedicated to doing whatever it took to get their child the best education possible just in many situations the parents didn't quite know the best method yeah. yes. to use um with the with their students and so for with their children and so once i shared with them here are some things i need you to do in the home to help your kid here are things you can do to help me they were very willing to help very willing to get involved it's just a lot of them would say no one has ever told me what to do before. But exactly. now that you're telling me exactly what to do, I can do this. I can help. I can, this is something I can do. They become your team player, the parents. Yes. So you're what like, a way to win because now you've got the system at school and they probably start picking it up at home and you've got a momentum going with these kids. Oh, yeah, exactly. So what yeah. it sounds like you're doing is like you're basically like a minister scrapping with all your heart to help these kids have a better life. I don't know if I, I've never thought of myself as a minister. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just a teacher. I mean, I, I, I work really hard, man. I just teach the best I can and yeah. try to give these kids the best um, chance for success that I can possibly give them. I gotcha. I'm just uh, reflecting because you're there with all your heart looking for solutions. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's the way you get solutions right there, too. You know, one of your rules is uh, having the kids do their homework every night without fail. Uh, why do you think that should be one of your 55 rules? What does that do? Um, well, the reason for the rule is because the work in the home is just crucial. I mean, the work in the classroom, yes, is important. But when these kids go home, I try to re- really hard to get the family involved in the educational aspects of whatever I'm doing in the classroom. And so that work at home to me is just pivotal. pivotal. And I do things in my classroom where I reward the class when everyone in the class, everyone has to bring the homework back. I say, you know what, y'all, we're a family we're a team. We've all got to have the homework. We've all got to bring it back on uh, every day. And every time we do, we'll put a, another number up here, up here on this sign. One day in a row, two days in a row, three days in a row. But if one person forgets one little worksheet, one little math paragraph, the whole class go down to zero. 
And so some of what I'm, I'm building peer the pressure. Yeah, peer pressure. A little peer pressure is okay. And, yes. And it, it works sometimes. But I, I do positive peer pressure. And so what happens is that these kids become a family. They want to see the number grow up on the board. Yes. And once it gets up to like 10 or 11, those kids are working so hard. And I can even give extra homework, double homework. No one even complains because they're all working hard to get that number. They don't want to be the one child. No matter who class get down to zero, a little peer pressure works. Yes. So you have to kind of um, manage that because you don't want to get out of hand. But the kids do really well with that. So it's all about getting them to make sure that they understand that if they have a responsibility, like doing homework, that they do it. I mean, we have kids, uh, adults these days, who they don't pay their bills. Yeah. They don't do things on time. They don't show up for work. And one of the big things I teach my kids is responsibility. If you right. have a task, you do it, and you do it on time, and you bring it back, and you're efficient. That's something that's important to teach kids. So you're setting habits of success and promoting team support at the same time. That's the idea. Yep. Man, that's quite nice. You say <laughs> one of these, I imagine it applies to a lot of things, but you say no Doritos in school. <laughs> right. What have you experienced with that? <laughs> well, I have 55 rules, and they're pretty, pretty strict. <laughs> and so I wanted to throw one rule in that would just kind of be a joke. And so I tell the kids, no Doritos, you can't have Doritos in the school. And they're like, well, why, Mr. Clark? It doesn't make any sense. Why not Doritos? And I tell them a story, which is actually true, about how when I was young, I used to, um, my sister and I would get one bag of Doritos after school each day for our treat, and my sister would take out one Dorito, lick the cheese off, and put it back in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) Tacky. She she knew I wouldn't go back in and and get another Dorito. (laughs) She would have them all to herself. And so I tell my kids that ever since then I have an aversion to Doritos. <laughs> no one can bring them in. And so it's just a funny joke. Oh, that is funny. Okay, break time. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmé Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound, sound answers to life's tough questions. If you want to chime in, we're at 1-800-336-2225. Don't forget to catch us. Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Ron Clark, New York Times bestseller, The Essential 55. We're going to find out more from Ron after the break. Stay with us. This is good. He's very good. Hang on. (laughs) 